Welcome back to the Alexander Schmidt Podcast, episode 030 on conversation with Wesley Shantz again. And Wes, I can't believe it. We're already to episode 30. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, well, you do them like every other day, so it's not that unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. A lot, a lot of spare time. energy. I love spare energy. It's like, why not record in this age of digital technology? If you have something worth saying, might as well keep it, preserve it, hone it. And well, when necessary, change it. Right, right. Yeah. And then not only that, but you got a, have you put all of them on YouTube now? I mean, are you caught up with that? Is Yeah, I've them. There might still be a few from um, my first ones, my shorter videos that were like three to five minutes long. Uh, um, <clears throat> so, but yeah, I'm really liking YouTube as a platform. And I, I'm really hoping to stir up some more traffic there. I know that it's, it's a high traffic site with a lot of, viewership and from what i hear a lot of male viewership and you know i i lecture on the iliad and we talk about i think highly abstract topics and ones that i think appeal to everybody but also especially to young men sure yeah it seems like there's a really um, incredibly <laughs> uh, voracious audience out there for this kind of material and it's like really I mean, in a way, surprising, I suppose. But then when you think about it a little more, maybe not, maybe not so surprising. So I think it's cool, yeah, to, to get to start a, start a conversation think, with everybody out there, yeah. Now, I think it sort of, I think it sort of short shows the image of the positive father, of the good king, and that wow. it, uh, message that Jordan Peterson seems to be giving, and I would say echoes throughout all Western history and mythology, is one of paternal responsibility, of, of taking of taking one's burden unto oneself, of taking one's cross on one's back willingly, of mm. embracing the work in the world of thorns and bristles and courageously striving forward. And that strikes me as tremendously heroic and the sort of image that could inspire and motivate a person to live a good life, a meaningful life. It's like a, it's a side of the story that uh, clearly there's kind of been a vacuum in a way in, 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 uh, in, at least in terms of the, the other side of the story be, being told much more uh, vociferously, you know, uh, and, you know, historically hadn't been heard that. But so that was something that you and Sarah talked about. I, I got a chance to listen to your conversation today was, uh, was the differences, right? The, the differences between teaching a classroom full of boys, you know, and, and uh, and a mixed group of of kids, and um, so did you have more thoughts yeah, about yeah, that? Or have I, you been? I've sort of been spinning a thread on that. Yeah, yeah, I sort of spun a thread on that. I'm glad you asked me about it um, because I was just wondering if if her claim's correct, and I'll check the literature from the constructivist perspective. And John Piaget, I'll also see what Erickson has to say on the issue, and I'll report back on this. But um, uh, she she claimed. And she claimed from experience, from 10 years of teaching, she's a 10-year teacher, that uh, boys are just in a different place developmentally than girls are. And I'd say I'm in a mixed classroom, and I've been doing it for five years. I would say absolutely true. And so at 14, when they enter high school, that's when we start measuring them in a, a, a more terminal way, in a way leading towards their future, where it really matters. That's when their permanent record really kicks in, because colleges will be in that transcript. And so if the girls are already outperforming the boys because they're more developmentally mature, because they have to be more developmentally mature at that point because they're on a clock, because that's just how biology works, 
and the men are on less of a clock. Uh, so uh, the women enter high school more prepared and then they're more successful. And uh, Jordan B. Peterson is uh, the one from whom I take this research. I'll find the exact papers and get it back to them. But the women are outperforming the men on the high school level and then at the college level and then at the career level at a substantial rate, which makes perfect sense, I would say, if from the developmental perspective, you buy that girls mature quicker than boys because then it creates a positive feedback loop. That's something we've been talking about here. They experience more success earlier on, ages 14 to 16, which further engages them in the activities of school and the successful pursuits therein, whereas it further alienates more of the boys who are less developmentally, um, developmentally um, accelerated, you might say. Yeah, no, well, just to, I mean, I'm thinking kind of like on, you know, the myth of Atalanta, yes. right? And she's, she's faster than everyone. And I'm just thinking like, but it's more than that. It's the myth of the, the mother, the mother religions, right? The great mother is always there before the sky gods kind of come in, it seems like. And so it seems like there's this thing where, you know, the woman is always ahead and you're trying to, you're playing catch up the whole That's time. Right. You know? so uh, why like Eve that. gives the apple to Adam. So the sort of developmental <laughs> arms race, it, so I guess I would, say, I would say, given the culture in which we're living right now, it's pretty clear which gender is getting the upper hand in terms of uh, um, conscious intelligence and embracing the benefits mm -hmm. of. And so, you know, perhaps all, all of this that's been happening has been a call to higher consciousness in, in the men. Sure. That's sort of... I think that's a good way to look at it. I mean, it's like... Uh, well, I mean, what other way are we going to go with it? It's not like we can go backwards in any sort of way and we can't stay here in this state of chaos yeah I, I guess what is the yeah what is the the way to to engage that so it's like you you engage with students in a classroom and that's that's kind of one setting but you know then there's this totally other audience this other audience that we just mentioned right that people watching stuff on youtube because they want to you know, find out about what what these people are talking about. Like, what the heck is going on? And and uh, and so, like, where's the where's the bridge? I guess between those two worlds, like the world of the classroom and the world of the the YouTube, uh, you know, blogosphere and all, all this like online stuff. I think the bridge is um, being developed. I think more and more we're going to be accessing each other's homes through the computers, and we're going to be wanting more genuine and honest communication. Um, and and yeah. I think. Education is going to, I don't know, I think, uh, well, at least at the university level of education, we're going to be able to get a lot more creative with it uh, and using digital yeah. media. And uh, we, we'll be able to connect more people in more places in more interesting ways. I mean, uh, just to your question, it seems sort of like that's what we're doing. We're Yeah, yeah, it strikes me as that that's, that's true, but it's like, the, the first thing you want to do when you start like listening to this stuff is like, well, I want to make one like that too. Yeah. You know? it's like, I, I want to put one out there and get involved in this conversation. So it's, it's really interesting. Yeah, this then, is how but, we speak up. Yeah. This is our rallying cry. This is, we, we're not simply protest. We're not just voices lending our voice in a warlike way, like animals We're we're, we're creatures seeking, seeking disquisition. We're seeking discourse. We're seeking to share real information with each other. And we seem to be, really longing for it and the fact that we'll do so publicly and raise our voices in that way it it sort of shows you that this is a chaotic time people are speaking up people don't always speak up 
in mm. this way. It's interesting. Uh, I think a lot of people miss 